on this episode, on this episode of Japan, Japan 2.0. 2.0. I put my hand in to try and lift it, and I've never like, touched a bar of real gold before. <laughs> that many people have. <laughs> but it's like, I'll actually show you a photo later. It's, uh, it's, it's really, really heavy. Mystical world of game and wonder, arcade centers like no other. Nostalgia, yeah, yeah, every moment, everything you see. Wanna jump all on it, damn. Walking through these halls, my childhood is written on these walls. Um, I breathe the air deep down, I know this place is where I belong. My destiny, my wildest dream, my fantasy, my inspiration, and my energy. Everything up to this point, this place has let me, yeah. There's a place that's better, my fascination can't go on forever. So real, like a faded meeting with a brand new new shape from beginning. Alright, it's almost one month later. I can't believe it's been a month. I thought it was like two weeks or something like that, but I looked right. at the date of the recording and it's been uh, two months. Or one month, sorry. And uh, we're now here in my living room, my apartment, and Dave just got back about a week ago, I would say. Yeah, that, yeah, what is the Monday? Last Wednesday, last Wednesday. Okay, so yeah, less than a week even. So yeah, you were biking for almost a solid four weeks after we left. So yes, I was. We just listened back to the end of that recording, so we can kind of say be in the same frame of mind. But uh, yeah, from that day, we had a really nice day in Kyoto, hanging out. We went to the Ace Hotel and ate at that Mexican restaurant. Yeah, really really cool, good place to get grab some drinks. Uh, Pio Pica, I think, is the name of that place. That was a cool Ace Hotel. Lots of English there. If you're ever in Japan and um, you've been here for a long time and kind of craving a taste of home, I think that whole area was a very cool western area. Yeah. They had Stumptown Coffee we got there. And yeah, we had a really, had a really nice day with Dave, just hanging out around Kyoto. I, I, we, at the end of the day, we sat on the riverbank mm. in Kyoto. That was really nice, just to yeah. relax, listen to the river. Classic drink. Kyoto night. The funny thing is, the main reason I really wanted to bike to Kyoto originally, yeah. of course, was like the exercise and just doing it. But... um. Kyoto is such a bikeable city yeah. that I always rent bikes there and yeah, I have a nicer bike and I always kind of like, oh man, I wish I had my own bike to bike the city in, you know? Yeah. So I thought, yeah, I'll just bring my, it's so annoying to bring a bike uh, on the train in Japan. Yes, it is. Maybe, maybe we should talk about that a little bit, which might spoil some of yeah. uh, what Dave's going to say later, but basically you have to have a bike bag and these bike bags are around $80 for a good one. You can try to get a $30 one, but I've heard they don't work out very well. Um, did you, you want to talk about that? You tried getting a bike bag at a certain point? Yeah, so I wanted to put my... You know, with a bike bag, you have to take definitely the front wheel and mm. depending on the size of your bike, the back wheel off of your bike. I've also heard the seat, maybe, yeah, depending on the again, bike yeah, bag. You, and... um, it depends, I think, on the conductor. Some of them are... Conductors are okay. Mm-hmm. Some train staff will say, no, everything has to be covered. Okay. But when you put your bike into the bike bag you have to um zip it up it has to be completely covered fully covered yeah. i think because their their japanese rail are worried about um the oil from the bike and the dirt on a crowded train yeah, rubbing off the suits up on and it. stuff yeah, like yeah. that and they're pretty strict about it um mm. i've heard of people just wrapping like bin bags around their bike and it depends on the staff okay. some staff would say no yeah um but i would say to you and i'll get into this later on practice before you leave um it's not as easy as you think there's a technique to it i couldn't and you, you need tools the right kind of tools and stuff right? yeah yeah you need the right tools mm-hmm. definitely you need um depending on the size of your bike you might need to take off the handlebars um a lot of the bicycles now nowadays though the newer ones they the wheels come off pretty easy there's like um it's a quick, like, quick, quick 
quick release, release yeah, and it's, so the, taking off the wheels is pretty yeah. straightforward. Yeah, I don't have the that, front yeah. wheel, yeah. the back wheel is more complicated. It's still the same process, but um, when you're putting the back wheel back on, you gotta wrap the chain around, and I, I just find it really complicated. Yeah, if you buy an, so if you buy a bag, it's around Ichiman or a hundred dollars. You don't have to, generally the Dave has an electric bike, so it's yeah. a little bigger and a little heavier than yeah. the average bike, right? If you're not an electric bike, generally it's just the front wheel and possibly the the um, yeah, seat, yeah. depending on the bag you buy. Yeah. The point is, as you can tell, it's very, very complicated and so annoying. So, like, I'm always in Osaka and always in Kyoto and I live in Kobe and I think, oh, man, I should just buy one of these bike bags. But, yeah, yeah on a crowded, and plus on a crowded train, it would be annoying to have. If you're out in the middle of the Inaka where you mm. went in some of your places, yeah. it probably wouldn't be bad. But for no. me, going to Osaka or going to Kyoto from Kobe, if those you, trains are packed. So. If you're using the Shinkansen, um, in the very, very back mm. seat, behind the back seat, they can, people, put, people put their bikes in there. Yes. But be careful because JR made a new rule. Hey, you have good. to make reservations now. I was, was going to bring this up. Yeah. I actually have taken a Shinkansen recently. Okay. Uh, not many people have. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's really, really easy to do. Yeah. And I actually kind of prefer it. But yeah. anyway, a lot of people are complaining about it. They said that there's like a charge, but for us, maybe in, in the first month or something, yeah. they're not charging for it. And I think it's 500 yen anyway. It's not a big deal. $5. It takes the stress of worrying about... You're money. exactly right. Because I've taken the Shinkansen somewhere around 30 or 40 times. I yeah. take it all the time because I'm afraid of flying. And I was always so stressed out to be like, is that yeah. going to be available or not? Because I bring these giant um, yeah. suitcases because I have <laughs> yeah. a family. Yeah. So we were coming with tons of luggage. And those aren't there, and there's been a couple of times during Golden Week and stuff where they're not there. And it's a big, the first thirty minutes to be on that train, you're just going car to car looking, looking for a spot, yeah, 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 and there's yeah. all these people in your way, and it's it's a nightmare. So I actually I'm happy to pay the five hundred yen to yeah, know yeah, yeah, I have a dedicated too. seat. But yeah, yes. So anyway, bike bags are, are tricky. So, but I was too sore and too tired to want to bike. I kept telling Dave like, oh maybe later in the day, let's go biking. And yeah. as the day went on, we kept going now. Nah, it's the last thing we want to do is go, bike, rest. go biking so anyway that next day uh, yeah, we woke up I remember we had a very sad goodbye and we had a really nice time together I'm like come with me David <laughs> yeah I was I was a little not worried for you but I was excited but also concerned because I, I liked being together and having yeah. the conversation and anyway yeah, I, I talked about uh, being on the Shinkansen uh, track coming in from uh, like Osaka to Kyoto and I just decided uh, to take that home most of the way it was gonna rain and it did rain and that was we had this beautiful day hot day coming in yeah. and uh, for me the, the trip home was just a total different trip uh, it was raining most of the day oh. and I was just trying to beat the rain and yeah, yeah, yeah. I stayed under the tracks to kind of avoid the rain uh, I needed to really use my navigation a lot to get home um, I there were so many turns it wasn't like a straight shot and with the rain I was worried about my phone getting wet so I oh. bought Ziploc bags from uh, the convenience store to like put my phone in the Ziploc I did the bag. same thing yeah, great, great, great minds <laughs> yeah. to like but again, I I had to keep pulling on my pocket, and it was yeah. just it was a pretty uncomfortable ride <laughs> for the first three hours or so, I'd say, oh. getting to the Osaka area, and then kind of from there I knew how to get home. But uh, yeah, it was I, I missed our conversation. Me too. It was just yeah. nowhere. It wasn't for me at least. That same trip wasn't yeah. as fun. Um, but yeah, for me it was it was pretty standard, and I was just trying to get home to see my my family at that point. Um, we were in contact a bit, but I honestly, yeah, I'm very curious to see kind of what happened to you. Uh, after Kyoto, hmm. you, where did you go? So um, I cycled um, to the, the northwest of Lake Biwa. 
Big Lake Biwas. Tell me about Lake Biwas in case they don't so know. So Lake Biwas is the biggest um, lake in Japan. Yeah, freshwater. Freshwater body, lake, yeah. Right. A lot of fish. Yeah. Um, and you can... So... It's in Shiga Prefecture, right? Yeah, it's in Shiga Prefecture. That part of... There's a little bit of a hill at the beginning. Mm. For the most part, going from Kyoto to Shiga is pretty, um, pretty, pretty flat. It's okay. beautiful, really beautiful lake. Mm. Um, as you go midway, you, there's something called the, the a famous Tori Gate mm-hmm. that's in the that's on the lake, yes. and a lot of people stop there and take pictures. It's really beautiful. It reminds me of a for us, it's a little local, so a more local version of the Hiroshima one. There's, yes, yeah, it's it famous is. one in yeah, Hiroshima yeah. on the water, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you see pictures, I kind of wonder like, is it the same place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, gives you the same feel. It's really pretty. For me, I, I really really like Shiga. My home state is called Michigan. Yeah. And there's this Michigan Shiga connection. People say like yeah. Shiga is the Michigan of Japan and um, they do like a uh, travel exchange. So a lot of okay. the fellow Michiganders is what you call people from Michigan. <laughs> yeah. It's a great name. Uh, a lot of the people I met from Michigan out here are actually living in Shiga or, or came here on oh, this wow. like travel exchange okay. and they work on these like freighter boats. Oh. So they don't come here teaching English or anything like that. They like come and... They I didn't know that. Okay. Because Lake Biwa in Michigan we have uh, the biggest freshwater lakes in the states as well mm. maybe not the biggest but we have the most yeah and there might be one somewhere else and um yeah, yeah so there's like this special connection and i was lucky enough to go out there and stay at a friend's house for a couple of days in shiga and i really kind of for the first time in my life felt a connection to the countryside i'm a real city person yeah. and something about shiga in general just it's really pretty people so are pretty. very friendly it's close enough to kyoto or like if yeah. you wanted to go to a city within an hour yeah, yeah, you yeah. could I just felt like, all right, maybe I'll retire. Maybe she goes the place yeah. for me. I had a special connection there. Yeah, they just uh, um during this talk, I'll mention cycle paths and um around the lake. Certainly on the west side of the lake, there's a long cycle path. Okay. Um, that you can do. So there's no, um, cars or, or cars, trucks or anything like that. Uh-huh. And it's pretty cool. That was a good one. Yeah, it's yeah. really nice. Yeah, we as we talked about in the previous podcast, we thought there'd be a, oh lot, my more, God. a lot more like that. Yeah. But um, maybe we'll get into that at the end, how cyclable is Japan, once you have more to talk about. But yeah. be, like BO would definitely be one of the places, or probably the most cyclable places, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really pretty along the way. Pretty nice food. People There's good food? Yeah, I had some nice um, nice food there around the area I stayed mm. in. Um, or just some izakaya stuff. Like um, yeah. And then they... I stayed in a hotel and they gave um, the gave breakfast in the morning. It was really nice, like traditional Japanese breakfast. Mm. They serve it to you. And, um, it's really good. interesting experience. So the first what's day, in a Japanese breakfast? Because I've had conversations with people. For me, rice and fish. I'm not a fan of Japanese. Oh, breakfast. I like it. I yeah. think it's like some of the worst Japanese food in general. But it's interesting because the first morning I got the traditional Japanese breakfast mm-hmm. with the fish and the rice, mm. and the second morning, and sometimes you have these instances in Japan. And it makes no sense why this happens. It just happens. Yeah. So my hotel, I sat down for breakfast in my second morning, and um, they gave me the they gave me my breakfast, and it was like a Western breakfast with mm-hmm. like eggs and, um, like I guess bacon and there's some cereal. But I looked around at everyone else in the restaurant hall, mm-hmm. and everyone had the Japanese breakfast, and for some reason. Were you the only non-Japanese person there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they they just assumed maybe I wanted the Western breakfast, which I think I did. But it was, it was and it, but it's, sometimes in Japan these things happen, and I'm like. Even when you want them, you're like, "Hey, but why? Yeah. Why did this happen?" Yeah, yeah, and then I'm like, I'm like, stop complaining. I had it was really good food. Yeah. And I, it's actually. Did you, did you like the Western one or the Japanese one more? Um, I like the Western one more, but the Japanese one is more healthy. Mm, sure. For sure. 
I'm always, even living here as long as I lived here, I never know which one to order still because yeah. some places the Western one's gonna be worse because it's not authentic to what they do, right? Yeah. It's like this this foreign thing they're trying to do at a lower level rest at a lower level hotel, right? Yeah. And the Japanese breakfast would be better, but then if you go to like a really really nice hotel, yeah. And you know, they have chefs that have like trained internationally. Then the Western breakfast again for me, yeah. someone who does like bacon and eggs, I, yeah. I prefer that. Um, it can be a little more authentic to what you get back mm-hmm. home. I'm like, oh yeah, this is the right choice. So honestly, I, I'm always still, I hem and haw. I'm like, ah, I kind of like look around at the place. I try to yeah. look in the kitchen and be like, I don't know. Well, as I found through my trip, um, so I went to one particular izakaya and the, the, so a lot of this trip, and I guess it was kind of sad for the business owners, but kind of good for me. A lot of the restaurants were empty. Yes. So I was one of the only people in there. Yeah. And I wasn't complaining because, you know, it, I mean, it was pretty safe. But the, so I got a lot of chances to, to talk to mm-hmm. and hang out with the, the chefs. That's awesome, yeah. And um, there, again, the, as, I, as I experienced throughout my trip, I had some really good conversations with the people cooking the food and they're very friendly and they're very proud of the restaurants. And yeah. um, it's a really, really nice experience. I wonder how much of that is due to Corona because you're really out, you're roughing it. You know, you're yeah. out in the countryside. So I do think that this is one of the appeals of the countryside is that things aren't as crowded. It's probably, it's probably both, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that. But, yeah, my experience is that when I'm here, you know, you're waiting in line or I walk into places and I always yeah, kind of say, no, 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 no. Recently, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah, tourism. But uh, one of the nice things about going to these uh, prefectures like Shiga yeah. is that uh, it's a little more intimate, a little more personal. And, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. yeah. So, so in Shiga, you got to talk with some people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. to some of the, the, the staff. And we talked about you leaving that's one of the things about doing the bike trip that was a little intimidating yeah. it was like doing it alone getting yeah. lonely or not yeah. talking and um, it's weird I for the first two weeks for sure felt great as, as the trip went down I was going to get a bit lonelier mm. um, you can only have the same conversation so many times about, I know I'm doing this bike trip from Kobe yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it definitely was a conversation starter yeah, yeah. so after Shiga I went I cycled um, to Fuku Su- Fukui Su- Fukui and yeah. um, Suraga I don't know much about Fukui. So yeah, so Fukui <laughs> it's interesting. So the the hill, so going from um Shiga where I was um to Suruga in Fukui, mm. um the hill is that you cycle is pretty high. Like yeah. it's a very steep hill. Yeah, right. so that, that was kind of your first big hill Yeah, 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 on, but on, on, trip, right? on an electric bike it was wasn't too bad. Okay. But the it's kind of halfway up really really steep. Mm. and halfway down really really steep so you're going you're getting it what you lose in your you um going up the hill you, you yeah. get back and, and but i will just talk about elevation so i learned throughout the trip that so i think i think um the elevation from say suma to kyoto was like 180 so i went from i went from um Shiga, Makino and Shiga to Suraga, mm-hmm. Suraga in Fukui. Okay. And it was about 30 kilometers. So it was like, compared to what you've done from Ko- Kobe to Kyoto and then Kyoto to Shiga, yeah. this is a shorter day, right? Much shorter day. But it was very hilly. Very, very hilly. It's a huge hill, steep hill up, mm-hmm. and then another still. Um, hill down. Yeah, kind of even up and down. The up and down part's pretty even. But I kind of learned. Um, I learned a lot of things as I went along that I didn't really understand before I started my trip. Good. Um, so I learned about the elevation. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you an example. The elevation from, um, say, Kyoto 
to Suma was about two or three hundred meters, meters yeah. depending on like where the route you took. Yeah, right? overall pretty flat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and that was over 80 kilometers. Yes. But there were some um, parts of my trip, say not the, not this Shiga to Fukui bit, but other parts where the elevation over say 40 kilometers mm-hmm. could be like 1200 or yeah. 1300 okay. meters. Yeah. So when I was deciding on how many kilometers to do each day, mm-hmm. it really depended on the elevation. So okay. if it was like a, over a long distance, but short elevation, you're kind of good. But if you're doing like a short distance mm. and the elevation is really high, like 2000 meters, mm. then you're, you can be better off sometimes splitting, splitting it in half. Okay. Cause some, especially on a manual bike where you yeah, 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 absolutely. And Google Maps will tell you all that information. Right? Yeah. We checked it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's interesting in Japan, it's not always the hills are really steep. Mm-hmm. The one in Fukui to Fukui was. Yeah. But I found that it's like, it's very gradual. And you think it's not too bad, but mm. actually, when you've done your trip, you're like, oh, actually, it was actually a lot of elevation. Yeah, sometimes you have a beautiful view and you're yeah. like, wow, I came up this high. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. really realize I was getting up this high. Yeah. Japan's a very mountainous country, at least very. compared to where I'm from. I very know, mountainous. I guess if you're from yeah. another mountainous area. But yeah, for me, uh, there's just mountain. I would, if I had to guess, I'd say Japan's probably 60% mountains. Yeah, you know, so like, 6 or 70% I read. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's like, so if you're doing a bike trip of Japan, it's definitely doable. Mm. It's just that, I mean, I was very blessed. I bought an electric bike. Yeah. So yeah. for me, the hills were okay, very easy because sure. I didn't have to grab my bike. I didn't have to struggle. I didn't, didn't, my, didn't sweat yeah. going up the hills because it was just... And with the with the pedal assist, it's pretty simple. Mm. But if you have a manual bike, like no pedal assist, not an electric yeah. bike, and you're doing those hills, then your elevation is much more important, I think. Okay, so I have a, I have a close friend named Tom from Scotland. He was on one episode of the show. If you're a hardcore mm. listener, it was the episode was called Balance View of Japan, and Tom was sometimes critical of Japan. I was trying yeah. to get him to speak out on that, but I think on the on the podcast, he didn't want to be <laughs> critical. He was yeah. pretty positive. Uh, so I think the episode wasn't quite as balanced as I was hoping for. Because okay. Matt and I, the normal host there, we we're always pretty glowing about Japan. So we wanted yeah, to hear a little more critical, critical. views. But, well, um, I can be critical later on. Don't all right, we'll, we'll have you on for a balanced view <laughs> of Japan number two. So the, so, but um, well, anyway, Tom uh, was always going to Fukui. He oh. lived in Osaka, but he just thought, he had a friend out there. But he also thought it was very, very beautiful it's really, on the mountains. Surprisingly. There's a lot of like um religious pilgrimages out there. Yeah, yeah. My mom is into a lot of Japanese religions. I've never talked about this on the show. Okay. But uh she's always uh, into like this thing called Reiki. It's like a spiritual healing. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think it comes from Fukui as well. Okay. So did you feel or see any kind of that like kind of more spiritual side of Fukui not, or not really, but the So Suruga, I just I picked it randomly. Yeah. Um and it was really, really, really nice town very mm. impressed um it's got like a long boardwalk um that's really pretty mm. that's a lot of parks um they have a, a like a, a strong maritime um history okay. i think it was on is it on of, the ocean yeah i don't know the it starts on the ocean okay lovely boardwalk on the par- they've got a park by the boardwalk they have a long history with shipping not mm. so much anymore but they had mm. there used to be um a famous train line going through Suruga. Hmm. It was on like some import. I need to research it. Um, is on some f- like famous import. Um, okay. Route. Trade route. Train so, route. It's it's gone now, yeah. but um, so our city Kobe. I mean, it has that kind of same reputation. Yeah. Did you say it felt like a smaller version of Kobe, or is it a totally different feeling? 
Actually, no, it actually would be, yeah, smaller. Okay, smaller, Kobe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really, really nice. Okay. I'm really impressed mm-hmm. by it. Cool. But it's like, it's a, like, it's a, I think it's a trip that, it's a city you could spend a day in. It's not somewhere you'd sure. holiday for a week, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when you're up there, do you really feel, so like for us, when we went to Kyoto together, I didn't, I guess one of the disappointing things was like, I was surprised by how maybe industrial Japan was where I felt we're going to really get out in the countryside and we did for a bit here or there, but at the end of the day, you're still always hitting these overpasses or seeing factories still. And by this point going through Shiga and Fukuya, I'm going to imagine like, do you ever really feel like I'm really out here? I'm not seeing many more people. At the the beginning of the trip, at the beginning of my journey to um, Shiga, definitely it was i was like i wanted to get on the, right next to the lake to be cycle next to it but there was yeah. a lot of shops and hotels yeah. and i couldn't but there is um there is a um, a cycle route along the along the, the lake you can do sure but definitely um you can get away from all a lot of traffic lights and so when you're up in fukui are you are you getting away from that stuff more and like really just feeling like you're in nature or do you still kind on, of feel certainly on the way between Shiga and Fukui on that journey even yeah. though you're still cycling next to trucks and cars mm-hmm. you're there's mountains everywhere and you're going up that hill and you're there's no traffic lights it's a straight mm-hmm. so that felt a bit better okay. um, once you're in Suruga the city yeah. it's a bit it's there are traffic lights and it's a bit busier but it's not to the same extent as Kyoto mm-hmm. or it's smaller okay so you, you could feel a difference yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are you I mean, at our point, there was definitely moments where I felt like, oh, Japan's really beautiful. And yeah, 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 yeah. Again, yeah. we're always sticking to the cities, right? Do you feel, maybe, I, maybe you haven't hit it yet, but do you feel like at any of these points, like, man, it's like such a beautiful place? Or? Well, actually, one at my next stage of my okay, trip. Right, so yeah. I went from, um, <coughs> was from, from Suruga to Sabaye. Okay. Sabaye is like a, it's a city... Um, it's an, it's actually, it's a suburb of Fukui city. All right. Um, but that journey that I did from, uh, Suruga to Fukui mm. to city, that was one of the most beautiful trips I did on the journey. Okay. And it was still along, it was still along the like main road. Like mm. there wasn't a lot of escaping from again, busy cars. And I went through a lot of tunnels mm. um just on the tunnels yeah you get st- you get more confident um you just okay. have to I, I can't emphasize enough um if you're cycling through the tunnels you need your back light on and yes. blinking and then you need your front light on don't go through and be wear something bright don't be visible sure through the tunnels so you're not there's usually a little sidewalk through these tunnels some of them and when i say little sidewalk i mean it's a third of the size yeah, of some those. of them didn't have sidewalks it was just a hard shoulder yeah just like the painted right, right. Uh, um, lines yeah. and there's no there was no like footpath or sidewalk um so with that though you just cycle as close to the wall as you can yeah and you, you get you build up a confidence okay i always feel like if i just move in a quarter of an yeah. inch you know you're gonna hit a, a you build rock. up a confidence yeah. so like i it was really interesting because i was going i was cycling that route and mm-hmm. i passed um lot of a, a lot of abandoned shops mm-hmm. and restaurants and stuff as i was doing this and i the 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 sidewalks i I cycled on outside of the tunnels were all covered over in grass and like and there was you could stop um to take pictures along the way they had these like inroads Mm. they're all covered over and like dirt and like they clearly hadn't been attended to for a long time Mm -hmm. so i felt like 
a part of Japan that had been forgotten about. But when I see these buildings, and there was one, I was getting up quite high um, in terms of elevation. Yeah. And there was this one restaurant on a hill in the middle of nowhere, mm. just like it was just along the, the, the road. It was all boarded off and graffiti all over it and broken windows. And I saw like the, the old sign for the building. Yeah. And I always, I always, I stopped to like take a picture and I always wonder about the history of the place, you know, who owned it. Mm. Um, it was like, and it was right on the edge of the coast. Yeah. It was on a cliff and it's a really beautiful, huh. really beautiful location. But it wasn't any, near any city or town. It was like on its isolated. And I wonder like, who opened this place? Yeah, what was the idea? What was the idea? Um, who graffitied it? <laughs> yeah. And it <laughs> like, was... why would you come out here and graffiti? I always imagine the countryside, yeah. there's not going to be graffiti and stuff. Yeah, so there was a lot of countryside. There was one, I posted a picture on Facebook. One picture I posted, it was like, it was a river, and then there was a mountain, and then there was a tunnel, and it was really pretty. Mm-hmm. So that was like a That really... was one of the, so Fukui, as you got more north, I guess. Yeah. It became even more beautiful. Really beautiful, yeah. yeah. The, awesome. And it was more, I guess it was very beautiful. I was, I was gaining get higher and higher in elevation mm-hmm. um yeah you had to navigate the the road a lot more because mm-hmm. of the tunnels and so there are two types of tunnels um i try to explain this properly you have the regular like round one yeah but then you have these tunnels it's hard to explain there's like these bars have you ever seen them no, not bars so. but i think you i think you they're they're like concrete like it's a tunnel but this concrete pillars okay. the pillars right where lots of pillars going along yeah so you can see out onto the sea as you're as you're going through oh, that's in Japan, okay I'll, I'll find a picture yeah they're they're quite narrow okay. um and i i went through a few of these and because they're much more narrow and they're going uphill a little bit you i guess you have to be more conscious of um what trucks a lot of trucks go through them mm. and there was one day another journey it was a very narrow concrete tunnel and you're cycling through it and then there's going around a bend and there's one truck coming up and another truck coming down and then so you stop and you go in as far as you can and you can see that you can almost see the truck driver perfectly and they're <laughs> there those two trucks are like trying to get around each other as you're like in as far as you can oh, on the road and yeah, that was kind of scary, scary. Yeah, but yeah. like the guy the truck driver was saying kawaii which meant scary <laughs> looking at me kawaii yeah, yeah. Hey, you, you heard him shout it out just he was laughing. He was laughing. I will say that. How like, could you hear him? No, he mounting it. He mounted uh, it. Yeah. But I will say though, I found overall, drivers in Japan are so considerate. I'm of glad cyclists. to hear you say that because I've always I've felt had that such good experiences. Yeah, I I mean I've heard a lot of drivers here, not not bikers, say how horrible the drivers are here. There's lots of road rage and like. Oh, okay. Most of those people I've heard that from are from Australia. So, so maybe the driving in Australia is yeah. amazingly great. I, I don't really know, but yeah. coming from uh, Detroit or Michigan, I always find as as a walker or a yeah. biker here, someone who doesn't drive, yeah, I find them very considerate. Very they, always, they always go considerate. really wide around yeah, yeah. the road. I think it's because a lot of um, drivers, most of them will have cycled when they were high school students. Perhaps, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That was good. I'm glad you have a certain credibility of biking uh, through all these prefectures yeah. to say that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I've always felt that way. So then I went from... Fukui. Fukui. I think, Fukui would have been probably after that would have been. Is it Kanazawa? Kanazawa. Yeah. So Kanazawa, out of your whole trip, that's like the place I wanted to go the most. It's really beautiful. Yeah. And they are the they were the most honored in terms of, uh, coronavirus. Okay. That was the first place I've been to where, 
when I went to the hotel, they checked my temperature. Wow. Um, they were cleaning everything all the time. They making notes of where you were. They're very like strict. Huh. That's um, interesting. I, I will. Was it like a nicer hotel, like more expensive or anything? Or? Very similar to the one we stayed in. Okay. In, in um. In Kyoto. Kyoto, yeah, yeah. So Kanazawa has just been recently linked up on the Shinkansen, maybe a year or two ago. And because of that, it's brought them a lot more tourism, and it just seems to be bubbling, like a lot yeah. of more exhibits there, just things. Some really like, cool coffee shops, one we recommend that I went to. Yeah. And the, what's the name? Also oh, a lot of names, I'll have to think of it. Okay. But the... We'll the put it in our show notes. Yeah. yeah the, the city itself has got um, a beautiful garden mm. I went to. Um, I went to the garden... They've got a really cool art museum there as well. A couple art museums there. Yeah. Some really really cool. Yeah. Um, it's a very friendly place. Okay. It's not too. It's not too big. Um, yeah. they have gold ice cream. So they. Gold ice cream. They um put like a little bit of gold, like a. Yeah. Layer of gold, a gold leaf, on your ice cream. Sure. How much was it? Oh, I'd say uh, eight hundred and fifty. Oh, okay, it's a little expensive, but not, little not expensive. as much as you think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, You can't taste the gold, can you? You could. Yeah, if when you're eating it, it tastes like, nothing. Okay. Yeah. Is Kanazawa like a place you'd ever like? Would you recommend? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a hidden, it's a hidden gem. Hidden gem, yeah. If you want to get off the beaten path, it's beautiful. It's really nice. Um, I'm just trying to think of everything I did. I did a lot there, so I did the museum. The yeah. there's museum, more to do there than the garden. Your, your average place. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, there's a lot of nice um, little streets, kind of like the old Kyoto Small streets. Small little alleys. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Spent a few days there. I I spent longer there than I expected because. Supposed to leave. I was there when got there Wednesday. Supposed to leave Saturday, mm-hmm. but I stayed an extra day because the rain was very intense. Yes. I'm from Ireland and I can handle cycling in the rain. Yeah. But this rain was like it was in your face. I yeah. couldn't see in front of me. It was a rainy season. Dangerous. Which was a, yeah, yeah. A bold time to do a bike trip. Right? Yeah, but that was the first time, on my whole trip that day. Where the, it was the really bad proper rain this yeah. other days I was very lucky there wasn't that there wasn't the rain at all yeah the day we left Kyoto for me yeah. it was a you know, a solid amount of rain normal yeah. amount of rain and it didn't yeah. seem to give you any problems so yeah no it's fine so yeah, yeah you stayed in Kanazawa a bit longer yeah 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 and, like booking the hotel you just go down and tell them can I stay an extra day yeah 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 and because it's because of the coronavirus <laughs> yeah everything's they were like yeah no problem great we'll take your money yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it was, that was good value cool um so you stay a day longer. Yeah, yeah. I know this isn't. There's one place you had to stay much longer, right? Because they're in. Toyama. Toyama. I got stuck there. Toyama though is like. Is that the next place you went after Kanazawa? Yeah, that was so. That was like, up to that, I've been cycling forty or fifty kilometers mm-hmm. from. Ta- is, is Toyama east of uh, Kanazawa? Because Kanazawa is like. It's going more north again. Okay, more north, right? Um, that was sixty sixty kilometers, I guess, north-ish of. Mm. Uh, yeah and by that time you know I've been cycling two weeks at that stage and mm-hmm. my exhaustion was building up yeah I remember I was always checking in chatting with you and I could yeah. feel around there like you were ready to come home <laughs> yeah you wanted, you wanted to go and home. this is when like things went a bit wrong yeah so kind of as I was the, the peak if you could yeah, yeah, come yeah. home then that'd be the best no no I'd, I'd always plan to go to Tayama um, yeah but in terms of like having a good time yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so in um Tayama is nice before we get into what happened because in Tayama it's nicknamed the cycle city and they've got lots of cycle lanes did you know that or you just found it when you were there you're like I'm here I made it I'm in the Mecca and around Tayama there's a lot of nature like you can not so much in the city but you can go so 
I did this like about an hour and a hour hour and a half by train mm -hmm. at Tayama. They have this like um old um mine they used to have and they used to have this what was they built a they built a train up a mountain. Um I forgot the reason why. I think it was for mining maybe. Yeah, some kind of resource or mineral Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Mm. But it's disused, so they converted it into like they have this like this this mini train where the mm. windows are open and you cycle up <laughs> you get the train up this mount along this mountain and you gain an elevation mm. and the whole way it's the scenery is stunning. Mm. It's you're going over all these there's like forty bridges, there's mountains, rivers, you mm. see the dams. It's really, really beautiful. Mm -hmm. So I got the train up there and I spent I went to the end of the line mm. and I spent time there and I went for a walk, but it was a lot of rain that day. Yeah. I just kinda came back. But sure. the it's definitely You could see the potential out nice. Yeah, thing. it was I think I'll get the name of Kubo Kubone uh Kubone train i have okay. to find i'm sorry I have to find, right. yeah. we have uh show notes on our website you can check the links so yeah i'll send, you to send it Kurobe, there. Kurobe gorge train Kurobe, Kurobe, Kurobe gorge train uh, beautiful there is a there's another um, toyama i mean yama's mountain is yeah. it was a really mountainous area very mountainous. getting there yeah. most elevation so far or um not for at the, the after that after when okay. I, I left right. toyama i'll talk about it later on but after when i left toyama there's it was pretty high Toyama is this prefecture name yeah I think okay. prefecture and city name okay but there's another journey I was going to do I didn't get to it just to let you guys know there's a famous um, route called the Alpine route okay and that is you, again it's about an hour you go to Tateyama and from there you can get a cable car you get a cable car and then you get like um, like another cable car and a train and, or a bus or something and you get to these beautiful mountains and you can see the um, lake, beautiful alpine lakes. I would have liked to do it, but again, it was raining all the time and it was cloudy. Mm. But at the end of the alpine route, there's two famous things. Firstly, the Kuro the Kuro Bay Dam is quite famous. A lot mm. of people go there to watch the water come from the dam. Okay. And the second thing that's very popular is um, dam and the lake oh the, the i think it's over by this time but around may or june mm. um they have this snow wall and so after you take the cable car up mm. you get on the bus and they they drive you through this um to the next section of the, on this journey this mm. route by bus but they drive you through this like snow wall on either side of you it's just like pure oh, wall walls of, snow. of snow i've yeah. seen that up in Hokkaido. yeah yeah and it's, this is really famous. Um, yeah. Normally, they let you get out and you can walk it. Mm -hmm. But this year with the coronavirus, they couldn't. Sure. But this Alpine route in Toyama, spectacular. I'm, I want to go back and do it like when the weather when the weather is much better. I know it was raining all the time up there. But did you feel it was colder at all? Like, is it that far north where you felt it was colder? Or yeah, I, I didn't feel any... Big difference in the weather? No, I didn't feel much humidity at all. Okay. But I didn't know it was because of the season or sure, the rain either. it's been yeah. a very strange summer right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so so I, I wanted to come back at that time i was ready to come back yeah and it's i think it's doable but it requires much better planning so mm. before you leave um practice putting your bike 
into a bike bag. Right, right. I hadn't the right size and I kept waiting days and days. I ordered one. So you were in this trip. Yeah. You ordered a bike bag off Amazon. Actually, I know I bought one up there in Tayama. Okay, you found a bike yeah. shop. Yeah. And it just wouldn't fit and I couldn't get it to work. And then the next thing I thought I could do is I ordered a, um, a box from a company called Seno. Seno? Yeah. And I, I dismantled the bike, went into the box perfectly. How did you like, you, you went to like a tourist place yeah to help with the language yeah and they contacted this company yeah called Sano they said we're like a box company or something yeah like that. they're for so they transport bikes around Japan but Sano say no. Say no, yeah okay but they don't transport electric bikes yes for some reason I think it's because they're heavy yeah they're a lot heavier yeah yeah, yeah. um so they gave me the box and I thought and we met when I was in the source information mm. um the the guy from Sagawa turned up coincidentally and he said yeah we can transport your put your bike into this box and we can transport it for you yes. I was like yes yeah, I'm perfect saying, yeah. gonna do it so I took the bike apart put it into the box I was mm. like fantastic the hotel called them I was like yay then another guy came he's like no he's like excuse me and he goes so the um, combined dimensions were 267 centimeters mm-hmm. and they said their maximum is 260. So okay. it's seven centimeters over. Yes. And the, uh, Japan is an interesting place because I think at home you could negotiate. Sure, you'd be like seven centimeters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe I can, uh, the box just go cut off a side or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down yeah I feel like, and this would have cost 70 or $80 for me to pay this. Mm. And I feel at home they would have figured something out. But in Japan, the rules are the rules. Yeah. You know, uh, not interested in the money, it seems like. Yeah, and I yeah. just thought it was interesting during the, this crisis. Anyway, it wouldn't work, and I was like, oh, and then I just, I gave up, and I, 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 I when I stayed a few extra days in Tayama, it was because I was exhausted, and yeah. I needed some just for a fresh time. Yeah. Then the second part of my extension days in Tayama was trying to figure out how to get back. How to get the bike back. And yeah. I tried all these different things, and I was like, you know what? I'm fully rested. Oh, man. I've tried all these things. It's not working. Yeah. I was shocked. The original plan was you were going to ship the bike home yeah. and then take a ferry up to Hokkaido. I was thinking of it, yeah, yeah, Thinking yeah. of it, yeah. yeah. So I was surprised when I heard, you're not going to Hokkaido, and not only that, but you're going <laughs> to bike all the way back. Yeah, but it actually turned out to be... The, was the, that a tough decision to make? Like, uh, well, did you like sleep on it, or is it kind of in the moment? Or? In the, the earlier few days, I was worried about it. Yeah. But by the time I... Say, uh, Sagawa um, were telling me they couldn't do this and I had wasted days planning and trying all these different things yeah. I, I felt pretty rested and pretty like ready to like do some more cycling yeah, yeah, yeah. so I did and actually the following days that I did so then you start going back towards Fukui and tracing them. no I didn't so I didn't want to do that I didn't want I thought there was I really didn't want to go back you want to see so, different things or? yeah 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 so I figured out if I had to go back that would have been 300 50 kilometers back or something like that a longer path something like that yeah. so I decided I would continue I knew there was a ferry from Niigata ah. to Fukui yeah. but I was very far from Niigata yeah but yeah. I realized if I went 120 kilometers to Joetsu in Niigata mm-hmm. from where I was in Tayama yeah. um, I was able to get a ferry to the southern part of Sa- Sado Island, mm. then get a, fer- a bicycle taxi across Sado Island, 
and then get a ferry from the north side of Ireland to Niigata. Okay. So what it saved me by doing that, by getting to Joetsu and cutting from Ogi in Sado to uh, Ryotsu in Sado, that's 40 kilometers. Mm -hmm. So but if I had cycled it the whole way from Joetsu to yeah. Niigata, it would have been another 100. I basically saved 60 or 70 kilometers by doing that. Okay, so you found like a ferry to go to. Yeah. Yeah, but then, but I I will say I found this like um, so I went from Toyama to uh, where was it to Itoi Itoigawa, and that was that was okay, mm -hmm. um, but from from Itoigawa Itoigawa to Joetsu, um, I happened to find this this uh, cycle path mm. um, and it's about 34 kilometers and which prefecture is this in oh it's all Niigata Niigata okay so from Itoigawa to yeah Joetsu there's a cycle path and they used to have like this old train line mm. and it's not there anymore so they've made a cycle path on it and there's lots of tunnels mm. that the trains used to go through that they're not used anymore so they're for cyclists so cyclists cycle through all these like tunnels is it paved yeah that's awesome and then you cycle through all these villages wow. and actually it was an amazing an amazing I meant to put I'll put pictures on my Facebook but yeah. it's an amazing I'll ask you to maybe share some pictures yeah yeah it's yeah. an amazing cycling tour okay um, was that like the that best I'm, I was gonna ask at the end but yeah. maybe, maybe this is the time one of the top moment one of the was like the best like most beautiful view like you felt like this is made for cycling was it Biwa or is it, Biwa sounded like maybe part of it yeah I really liked the the Itoigawa Joetsu. So this is the area in Niigata. Yeah, that was unexpected. I didn't mean mm -hmm. didn't think I I didn't even know. So this is another tip I want to give you. When you put your route into Google, zoom in because sometimes Google will put me on these highways and I zoom in and right next to it, like right next to it, mm -hmm. there'd be like a cycle path. I'm like, that's right. Look at yeah. What is this? And same direction. So double check. Yeah. No, actually, how did the, you know it was a cycle path? Because I was trying to do that for us in Kyoto. Yeah. I would be like, oh, there's these rivers and these little small <laughs> yeah. streets, and then they weren't really cycle paths always. They're like, yeah, yeah it's, it's hard to know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at least it's, try it, I guess. Just, and yeah. then if it doesn't work, you go back to the highway. Yeah. 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 Um, I had a few nice moments. I kind of learned throughout the trip. I was like trying to cycle as much as I could yeah. all the time, but I, I learned to pace. Um, I learned that you need to be eating something about every 40 minutes. Yeah, eating and drinking. Yeah. Really big, yeah. yeah, which I didn't do enough of. And I had these really nice moments. Actually, I was getting tired in Niigata. And um, I was cycling along the the sea. Mm. And I just saw the, the beach. And I got off my bike. Went down to the beach. Just lay like on the sand. No one then. The beach was empty. Mm. And it was just really... It just listened to the waves. Yeah. And I just like... I've been cycling all day and I was tired. Mm. And I just listened to the waves... And there's some really nice moments where you can like get off the just the beaten track, and just like pause and just take in the world. Yeah, it's really nice. That's cool. Yeah. So Niigata. Niigata was quite some beautiful. Of the best cycling. And it was beautiful too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I went to Sado Island. That was a really cool place as well. Yeah, I've heard the name. I don't know much about it. So Sado Island is famous for a there's a Taiko festival. Okay. Earth Earth celebration. Mm. It's every August. Mm -hmm. Um, Taiko, if you don't know, is Japanese drumming. Um, and they it's cancelled this year but 
they have this three day festival every August. That's the theme of this. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. mentioned many times. It would be great, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But they have this um they have this celebration every year, lots of like taiko drums. Mm. Um but anyway I, I I stayed in two different cities on the island. The both my hotels had views overlooking the bay. Mm. And pe- people in on these people are so island people so chilled out. Yeah. So like, relaxed. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is Japan is just one big island yeah the Japanese people the stereotype is not chill out yeah Sado right? Island the so the island of the island country really chill Saito Island really Sado 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 Island they listen to like reggae there and that kind of chill out island vibe or no um, no <laughs> no like things are, for example okay I in Japan in the mainland yeah shipping the bike has to do in a particular seven, way seven centimeters no way yeah there, or right? even like getting it you know Putting it in the taxi is a problem. Saddle Island, I they have these like these um vans, these like taxi vans, yeah. and I was like, can I, I didn't want to cycle across Saddle Island. Mm. It was forty kilometers to get across the island. Okay, and I was just tired. I just wanted yeah, a break. Yeah. I wanted a few days off cycling, and um, I was like, can we put the bike into the, this back of your taxi? Mm-hmm. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Um, and then I asked the same question on, on Fukui because I wanted to do that here. Yeah. No. <laughs> so um, I had some nice food again, some fresh, a lot of fresh fish. Okay, yeah. Um, had some nice um, conversations with some of the chefs again. Mm. Um, I'm trying, oh, one of the things that you should definitely recommend on Saddle Island, there's a, a gold mine, an, mm. ec- an old gold mine. Okay. And it's, it's about 400 years old. Um. And they still have all the tunnels where used to mine the gold, mm. and it's really actually really well, um, done. Wow. And in the, so, <laughs> in the museum, there they have this gold bar, this um, bar of real gold. There's cameras on it, and it's it's in this like case, yeah. and it's worth seventy million. <laughs> and you can put your hand, you can put your hand in, and you can try and lift it out. You can touch it. Yeah, so you put your hand in. This is the case of the hole in it. You yeah. put your hand in there. Yeah, and this is so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> so they're saying you how can, big is the thing? Like the bar. It's like, um, like, like you know, the, you know, it's the size of the bars you see on like in the movies. It's like a big, a big, really big bar of gold. So like, thirty Hershey's chocolate bars stacked on something each other. Like something that. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, okay. But it's like a proper huge bar of gold, and yeah. you can lift it. If you you can, they're saying you can put you can hold it with your hand and you can lift it up and out, but you can't take it because it's worth seventy million yen. Um, so you can physically get it out of the thing, but you're not allowed to. No, you're allowed to take it out, but you can't run off with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But so I, I put my hand in to try and lift it. And I've never like, touched a bar of real gold before. <laughs> no, not many people have. <laughs> but it's like, I'll actually show you a photo later. It's, uh, it's, it's really, really heavy. Okay. Yeah. Really heavy. And could, I, I, I could, could you lift it up? No, I was trying and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> And I couldn't lift her up. I was like, how, apparently... Are you allowed to use one hand or two hands to touch it? You can only get one hand one in hand. at a time. Okay. But like... I have two hands. But they have hand sanitizer before you put your hands in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. And there's some really... Like, they have... um, They have some old... um, Like, old buildings they used. Mm. Um, and they're all, like... They're... You can go and see them, take pictures, and they're quite, they're quite cool. Okay. Um, so I... So, South Island's in Niigata. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 and there's a lot of cool, a lot of um, nice beaches around, and it's really, it's really a nice place. Okay. A lot of people we know who we work with 
Oh yeah. God, name is on the podcast. Yeah. L- lived out there, so it's just, interesting to yeah, see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how did you get home from there? So I got the ferry from Ryotsu over to Ni- Niigata City. Sure. Then I got an overnight ferry, which I slept very well on, from Suruga, from Niigata to Suruga. Okay, back to Suruga again. Yeah. That's in Fukui, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when, once I was back there, I was kind of like nearly home. Mm, you so, felt like, I can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from Suruga to... to um, Kyoto is 100 kilometers mm. and the beginning of the journey is pretty steep um, but you once you've done that it's pretty flat yeah, yeah. and then from Kyoto to Suma yeah, yeah. I'd say two nights yeah. so from Kyoto to, Kyoto to Suma Suma's are where we live in Kobe yeah, by the yeah. way yeah. might I say that yeah sure, <laughs> sure, sure Kyoto to Suma actually was one of the most stressful parts really? of the trip because I'm so shocked for the most, for most of the journey, yeah. I've been in the countryside. I've been by the sea. I haven't had to deal with traffic that oh, much. Okay. There we go. Then. And so I was trying to build up. My, I wanted to get. I just said to guess I wanted to get home. Yeah. yeah. Trying I to build up, yeah. build up momentum. 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 Stop. Yeah, yeah. Really and, on, and on an electric bicycle, you can get up to fair speed. Sure. But I couldn't get. I couldn't get fast nah. because. So that makes me feel hopeful because I felt. I think what I said on the trip before is I had a great, great time. Yeah, you know? me too. Yeah, yeah. If you ask me in a year, let's do it again. I'd say yeah, I'm ready to do it okay, again. Yeah, if you yeah, ask yeah. me in a month or two, I'm like, uh, <laughs> let's try somewhere else. You know, yeah, maybe to Hamaji or something. That's right. But um, so I mean, for me to hear that that part was the most frustrating makes yeah. me think, okay, well, if you go past that, then it does get better. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then okay. that's not to take away from what we accomplished because it was sure, really sure, fun. Sure, yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying, like after. I think from where we live to Kyoto, it's all it's all basically city the whole time. Yeah, right? I mean Kansai is like these three big cities. Just yeah, slant, yeah, slant yeah. Together. But once you're out of Kyoto, once you go, once you hit the lake, mm. Lake Biwa, um, you have the stretches of just road and you're just cycling. That's and, cool, yeah. Um, I'm, I just wanted just some I guess, final tips. Yeah. Um, something that you recommended to me, um, have a spare tube. Because I used it. All right. So I was going to ask about this. My puncture. My big scare has always been getting a flat just because I have no materials to, to yeah, fix yeah, yeah. it. And then I, I don't know how as well. So you did get a flat one one time? Yeah. I think I know why though. Because I, so I locked my bike up mm-hmm. and I was testing that it was locked. I had the, the, the lock around the wheel. Mm-hmm. And I think I had it right next to the, the valve. And I think when I pulled the bike out to check it was... Uh, I think I might have bent lock, it maybe, maybe. yeah okay. but shortly after that you got a flat yeah 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 so I, I pumped the bike up and then it got where, me far where did you get a pump from oh, I, I bought one I bought one you had a pump already okay, manual yeah, pump yeah. yeah yeah those things take a long time to pump it up right um not too no, yeah it wasn't bad I, I took a while to figure it out but right. once I did All yeah right. I, I bought my bike with um, Asahi Cycle mm. and I'm quite lucky because they're all over Japan okay so I went there um, how did you so you get a flat kind of right yeah, yeah, you yeah. pump it up you realize the air is coming out still yeah, you see, got pretty far though yeah I got pretty far so then what do you do then that's what I was wondering like you go on your phone and search bike shop yeah yeah if I, look for, I tried to find the bike shop in I was in the, I was in this happened in I forgot one place I see it actually I started to, this um, this yeah. happened in uh, Kaga Kaga is a Kaga is an onsen an onsen town okay what prefecture do you know same as Kanazawa. Okay. And there's a lot of a lot of onsens and um, a lot of nature around there. Okay. Um. So, but in this little town I stayed in, um, I tried to, I brought it to two separate garages, mm. and one garage 
um, there was a, a woman working there, but her husband wasn't there, and yeah. she she said that he wouldn't back. He wouldn't be back till later on. Uh, so I went to another place. I went to this really sweet, nice old man. To find these places, you go to Google Map and yeah, just yeah. type in it. What are you talking about? Bike shop? Bike, bike cycle shop, repair shop. Okay, yeah. and then it shows you some places and yeah. you just go, okay. All right. But yeah, but very often a lot of them are like owned by like elderly couples. Mom and pop shops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and very often, the experiences I've had, the, the man is away maybe <laughs> and the wife is there, but they're like, oh, he'll be back later on. So I knew there was like a, a cycle about seven kilometers away wow but i, I, I pumped so up, lucky though. i pumped up my bicycle twice to get there and once okay. i got once you once you're there i give it to them and they just do their thing and yeah, yeah no problem. you're you're in good hands yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i can't believe there's a cycles there. i thought there was there, more, maybe a local shop you know yeah they my chain came off once okay think about it like, before or after the flat before actually on the first on the actually the day of going to shiga from kyoto right after we left yeah, yeah. Um, because I don't know how that happened, but um, chain came off. Yeah, so on an electric bicycle, um, norm there was a cover over the front chain. Yeah, I didn't have a screwdriver, so right. I couldn't get it off. So I I found on my 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 phone again um, a repair shop. I went there and the very nice lady was there, but mm. her husband wasn't <laughs> there. <laughs> but she had to be fair. She helped me though. So she I needed the tools because yeah. I knew what to do. And so I got the, the cover off and with the, I guess the way the electric bike is set up, the, a lot of like, um, it, it's kind of condensed in, mm. so I had to like get it up. So I couldn't get it out to yeah. put it back on, it took sure, ages. Sure. So the two of us did it and I did it and I had no, that's the only time that happened. Okay. Yeah, that's um, and so, so I have, yeah, I remember you were telling me you had to like walk your bike really far to get there. Though, three right? kilometers. Yeah. Three to get there. Yeah. And it was like, I had just done 50 kilometers. Still though, I think I guess for me the reason I haven't bought parts here is because we, because kind of the theme of this thing is thing is like there's just cities everywhere in Japan. Yeah, and yeah, it's kind of yeah. hard to get off the beaten path here. Yeah. That there's always gonna be a repair shop within three k, and you have to walk three k on your bike. Yeah. yeah. You gotta walk three k. I was very bike. lucky because the day I went from say, um, Shiga to Suruga, mm. that was twenty five kilometers of basically just road. Yeah, there's some, there's happened. some parts where I think like, oh man, if I got a flat yeah. here, I'm yeah, so yeah, yeah. screwed. There were some parts of my trip when 20 kilometers of just nothing, no shop, nothing. Like if you, if you got a, a puncture or your chain comes off yeah. and you don't have the tools, mm. you're, like, you're, you're in trouble. All right. Um, yeah. so have like, have a set of screwdrivers with you. Have a, have a Allen key, set yeah, of Allen keys. Yeah. There's a bike, there's a little um, bike tool thing. They're like 50 bucks. Yeah. Here. Bike stuff here is pretty expensive. In yeah. General. Um, oh, um, so Pannier or yeah, Pannier is a bag. I think yeah. we talked about the previous. I one. could not find. I I tried loads of shops all over Japan, and bikes shops didn't have those bags, which are common, really common at home. Yeah, well, you found or, them in our local neighborhood, even right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or Maybe it wasn't the best quality. Yeah, no, you found one. that. Yeah. Or so I didn't even have them. Or the ones they had were like extremely expensive $300, yeah. so I bought one on Amazon which I didn't come on time and actually came during my trip so I have one and it's at home oh, now man. so I came but I'll do another bike trip I'll use it but like right. invite me please yeah of course yeah. <laughs> um, but it was yeah those are the kind of the okay I have idea. some like final questions yeah yeah of course what was the best food you ate on your trip where was it and what was it um let me think I guess the in 
in Suruga, there's an mm. izakaya. Okay. It's gotten a lot of reviews, and I went there, and it was probably one of the busiest places I was in. Oh, mm. I have two places. Okay. Um, and the, God, it's like it's got fish, a lot of fish mm. from there. At, at the izakaya. Yeah. Huh? I think it was like, uh, haddock or something. Okay. But it was amazing. Do you like like are you a big fish fan? Big in fish fan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. that was like, um, really good for this. This izakaya's got lots of reviews mm. and. Um, is it like classic like you got the chopsticks staying out the bone you know taking yeah, the yeah, yeah. The bone. yeah yeah that was really good was I actually had another um, really good food in let me just think it was an Italian place really um, it was I got steak it what? was in Ituigawa okay that's where Kamazawa same prefer- Ituigawa and Ituigawa was Niigata oh Niigata okay, okay. Niigata. that that was amazing Italian so were you just how did you find the place did you look it up or did you just, just kinda, my phone here yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That was really, really Steak good. Steak at a time. Yeah. yeah. No. And I know it's because, like, one of the things I found hard at the end mm-hmm. is, so I love to cook. Yeah. And I love, I mean, David will tell you, most of um, my lunches are, like, salads and stuff. Sure, yeah. And I eat, like, my, every day for dinner, I have, like, two or three vegetables. Yeah. And I you think... You and I have been health kicks lately, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I think, like, by the week three or four, like, I'd order salad, but it would be, like, maybe... My salad would be maybe half a tomato and a bunch of lettuce or cabbage yeah. I, cu- I wasn't getting my, my Japanese salads aren't that great no I wasn't mm. getting my vegetables yeah. my body was like craving mm. that so I think I found that hard so I think when we went to this place the meat was good the, they had a salad bar which I didn't go near because it's a buffet yeah for, um, for another time so. that was good I'm just trying to think um, oh, that's, that's good I got more questions so f- anyway uh, Fukui had some good food good fish up there yeah and Italian and Niigata yeah what about what was the most scenic, you know, kind of most beautiful view of the of the trip? You know, biking along, you got like the best views. It sounds like I kind of asked you before the place in Niigata, the old train area. That was really cool. That was pretty, yeah. yeah, really beautiful. Okay. And um, probably probably Niigata, um, yeah, along there, okay. and a lot of nice beaches. I mean, I will say like, sadly, when I was cycling along, some of the beaches, particularly in Fukui. Um, so in Japan, there's you don't see trash on the streets. Yeah, yeah. But you see it... In on, nature, sadly. Yeah. It's in nature. It's on the beaches. Yeah, and yeah. Niigata didn't have that much of a problem with that, which mm. was nice. But okay. our Saro didn't either. But um, well, we live in Kobe. We see it a lot, though. Yeah. yeah and mm. I just... I don't know. And then, so these other prefectures are better? Yeah. Some of them were. Fukui wasn't. But some... Okay. Fukui had a lot of garbage. On the beaches. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is a pity. Sometimes, though, I've talked about it a lot with people because it goes against where I felt Japan yeah, was yeah, supposed yeah. to be. And they say it washes up from the shores and it's from many countries that, I don't know, I look at it and mm. I see, like, Japanese bottles with Japanese writing yeah. on it. Yes and no. Because I feel like it's a na- bit of a nationalist thing. When I cycle along the road, yeah. along, like, the forests, yeah. trash, so much trash in yeah. among the trees. I'm like, how does it even get here? I'm glad you brought this up because I forgot. But, yeah, it's... For me, one of my big expert, I had, you know, you always hear Japan is so clean, there's no yeah, garbage. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel actually, <laughs> it's hidden. Like in the city, if I go to yeah. like Detroit, Detroit where I live is a pretty bad city, but mm. if I go to New York or somewhere in, in the states, yeah, there's gonna be a little more garbage than there is here in Japan. But I would say when I'm out in the like nature, I think Japan has more garbage than where I'm from. Would you agree? Uh, um. Certainly, in, certainly. I didn't. If you said this to me before my trip, but I said no. Yeah. But now that I've right. now that I've done this trip, um, when biking, I kind of notice it the most. Definitely, there's a lot more. Often, I'm biking on a highway. I don't know. If 
I don't often spend a lot of times on the highways back yeah. home, you know? But I do feel people just throw things out of their car or something. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I, whether it's more or less, I think the jury is still out. But in general, uh, with the reputation of Japan... Which is strange because the streets here are so clean. It's almost always plastic bottles, too. Like yeah. the, the pet bottles, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, okay, that's a good thing to bring up. Um, if... Yeah, a lot of people come to Japan and travel, and our audience yeah. of our show, we were surprised. We kind of made it for people more living in Japan, but mm. a lot of our listeners are actually people from abroad. Mm, cool, yeah. And, um, you know, they all go to Kyoto, Tokyo, maybe Osaka. Yeah, yeah. So you went a lot of kind of original, unique places, places that I don't, I mean, you're talking about the yeah. geography, I'm thinking like, ooh, I don't even know where, <laughs> where that is. Yeah. I, I feel pretty bad. Yeah. If you're going to urge people to kind of get off that beaten path of going from Tokyo to Kyoto and maybe Osaka and yeah, going yeah. back home, uh, of the places you went, kind of what prefecture or what city would you say you kind of ha- have to see to understand the real Japan? Um, see, like, you know, some real nature. Definitely Biwa, like 100%. Biwa and Shiga, then. Absolutely, because um, they have they have the cycle path, a dedicated cycle path. Yeah. around certainly on the west side I'm guessing it goes to the east side but don't quote me on that but but even I mean if you're just hanging out yeah. probably most people aren't hardcore into cycling you know yeah 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 if you're just gonna see a city or eat the food yeah be or... because like, I stayed in somewhere called um, Makino and Mac- Makino is um, on Biwa but like it's a very small little town mm. um, if you want to get real idea of Japan um, I mean Sado Island is definitely like, that's hardcore like yeah like um, furthest thing from Tokyo so yeah and, like uh, Ogi where I stayed uh-huh. like I walked around I went to get dinner there mm-hmm. and um, the like a lot of very lot of very elderly people there mm-hmm. and I didn't see many young people like mm-hmm. in the when they come out of their houses and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I wonder like are the young people going there mm-hmm. um, that's one of the famous things about Japan right is that like in these hardcore yeah. countryside, Inaka places, you know, all the young people leave when they graduate, yeah. go to college in Tokyo or Osaka yeah. or whatever, and they're worried who's going to take over. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of free houses you can get. You can actually get free houses in Japan in yeah, these places. Literally, for a little free. I mean, you have to pay the taxes on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they're worried about all these abandoned houses and stuff, so. Um, going from, um, and I'll get the name of the cycle route. But going from Itoigawa to Joetsu, mm-hmm. um, this is in Niigata. Yeah, yeah, in Niigata. That cycle lane, cycle route I did, mm-hmm. I, I cycled through parts of that, and it was just like, I cycled past lots of houses, and it was like old person after old person mm-hmm. after old person, and like if you want to get a real idea of Japan, mm-hmm. um, those kind of like not, those kind of cities like like Joetsu and Itoigawa. I've never heard of those two before. Yeah. They're like off the beaten track. Yeah, sure. And if you go to those places, you definitely get an idea of like, you definitely see Japan. Mm. Okay, so on that note, what was kind of your biggest takeaway? What did you learn the most about Japan? You've lived here for a long time, as we talked about in our previous segments, yeah. right? But like, what was kind of your biggest kind of like learning point? What did you see about Japan? Maybe you didn't know or kind of re, reconfirmed or... Did I didn't... You... I, um... Don't know, I've lived here before I don't know if I'd forgotten or but I definitely have learned that Japanese drivers are very very <laughs> considerate yes, to cyclists very kind very drivers, very yeah. kind um, okay. I've learned people are very in, people like I when I ate out in restaurants and mm. the hotels I stayed in mostly people are very interested in like where you're coming from mm. what are you doing um, people here are very helpful Helpful. and kind I've had so you help along the way yeah so many times I was on my phone looking at my map and people stopped me going do you need help uh, I had that once coming yeah. from Kyoto actually it was pouring yeah. rain yeah. I was under the Shikansen tracks yeah. I was kind of like where should I go what's the best route 
and a guy came and he had like no English but he started yeah, off in English yeah, yeah. you know and he said uh, are you going to the station I'll take you there oh. and I was like no actually I'm going to, <laughs> to Kobe he's like Kobe and I was like yeah Kobe <laughs> yeah. and he's like yeah, good luck combate oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so really... my, my short you know two day yeah they are friendly and they were people will I know there's a stereotype of like Japanese people being very shy yeah but like if you need help they will help you mm. I had a lot of help along the way like for my bike was punctured when the mm. chain came off when mm. I got lost yeah. when I couldn't get my bike back mm. um, people are willing to like to go overboard to help you that's cool yeah yeah um, last question yeah how about yourself I imagine it pushed me to my limits yeah I imagine a trip like this I've done not the same thing maybe not even anything that grand yeah. but uh, pretty much anything. spending time alone has yeah. plus sides and negative sides but I think one of the plus sides is that you come away learning something new about yourself or it's kind of like yeah. a new energy or something do you feel you got any of that from this trip and yeah yeah um, so I've learned to plan better okay yeah Um. be more patient yeah I, I was surprised I, I think maybe I may expressed it when we recorded but you know your planned trip changed when I met you yeah, and then yeah, along yeah. the path you, yeah. you changed a lot I think there's a lot of positives in that I'm a very rigid planned person I'm quite flexible I have to say yeah, yeah that's what I'm no, saying I just mean it's, like I so sometimes I I'd like to say can, can I I'd like to say we're teachers or yeah sure we didn't, I didn't know I were at international school so yeah. um, sometimes in a, in a classroom yeah I'll tell the kids, you know, the kid, you give the kids a question to do yeah. and they'll answer it how they want it to be answered yeah. to fit what they think. Yeah. Maybe they're not answering the question, right? Yeah. For me, I did the same thing with Sagawa. Mm. I read on the website, Sagawa transports bicycles. And in my head, okay, it's fine. Like hand them a bicycle, it's done. Yeah. You know, all good. Yeah. They're transporting my bicycle for me. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to, that I wanted to like them to fit. I, wa- I wanted to fit into my head what I think the perception mm. should be. But I didn't investigate it properly and I didn't learn about the dimensions or what it needs to be done properly. So going the extra steps sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think if I'm doing a trip like this again, yeah. to be more, ask more questions beforehand and be, be more prepared. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a double-edged sword. I'm, I'm a super over-researched kind of person and yeah, yeah, yeah. because of that, I get pessimistic often or I think, oh no, I can't be done because yeah, yeah, yeah. you ask too many questions sometimes and yeah. sometimes it's better to ask for forgiveness, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, Where yeah. like you just do it you know, yeah. and then it's like, well, whatever, I'll figure it out. Yeah, if I'm yeah, seven yeah. centimeters already, I'll just say, yeah, just can't you do it, you know? Yeah. And a lot of times things get done, whereas if you research too much or you don't have the answers, sometimes you just don't end up doing those things. I think it's cool that you did the trip. That part of you that yeah. you're kind of maybe now not regretting, but thinking you should do less of that. I think yeah. you have that characteristic in you that allows you to do these things where most people would say no, you know? So, yeah. yeah, I think it's a balance, you know, maybe a little bit more of that, but yeah. I think not too much because yeah, be more flexible. Otherwise you're, yeah. you're very flexible and you're very yeah. adventurous. So definitely. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed being on the, the ferry. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm kind of wrapping it up here, but Japan, small islands, many small islands, there's tons of ferries here. I think I've yes. been on one ferry. I will, in my life actually, I will say that their ferries are the, the most bicycle friendly because literally you just give them the bicycle that's right you pay an extra two three hundred yeah, 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 yeah. and, and it's, it's not much more every other tra- transportation is more complicated it's, it's doable but ferries and most of the islands are connected by ferries mm. here and I, I personally have really bad motion sickness like really really bad I love so a much, good ferry so much so that I didn't take ferries for years yeah. and I finally took one last year oh. in the Shimonami Kaido 
And I was like, oh, this is really smooth. This is fine. It's yeah. actually pretty beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, even if you have motion sickness like me, they're they're pretty smooth and pretty good. And I've never done an overnight one, but yeah. generally they're pretty short. They're pretty fast. They're pretty short. あの、
散歩は欠かさず年中ド近所で噂と愛犬 MC 特化し一目長めにずっとシリアスな話拾ってゲット新鮮なうちにその手でどっかで不意に触れると金銭と向かいさんにもぜひどうするでとガッツほどフレッシュどこまでもトリジノティギリと民間の機材自在盛り立てるニュービジョンディギリとガッツほどフレッシュどこまでもトリジノティギリと民間の機材自在盛り立てるニュービジョンどうでしょう